confidence. What is it? Have you lost it? Maybe you found it. Would you like more of it? Do you actually need it? The fact is, we do all struggle with confidence at some point in certain areas, but not in others. And this is perfectly fine. However, is your lack of it holding you back from your dreams? In this series, A Question of Confidence, I'm going to explore what it means to some and how it shapes others. Is finding it a journey of self-care and self-love, or is it as simple as faking it until you make it? Come with me on this quest for confidence. So today on A Question of Confidence, I'm doing things a little bit differently. So normally I record these via Zoom, but today I have a guest in person in the studio. And not only that, he's a man and normally I speak to women. And not only that, but I have two men in the studio because he's brought his film crew with him. How snazzy is that? Let me introduce Harry of Had Enough Media. So Harry, it is lovely to get the male perspective for a change. Do tell me a little bit about Had Enough Media, first of all. Well, first of all, it's great to be here. <laughs> uh, very odd to be here, back here after we shot here, I think it was three years ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, a little bit about Hadnoff Media, we create content for brands, so mainly B2B brands, but we do small businesses as well, uh, creating video content and photography for social media um, and basically help them promote themselves online and give them a bit of narrative and presence for the wider audience. Amazing. Well, we did meet three years ago, as we said, in we filmed here on the two hottest August days, I think, creating my presenting course. It was insanely hard work, but we nailed it. Must be something to do with being here because the weather again today is fantastic. It is, it's lovely. It could do with warming up a little bit, but let's not be too picky. <laughs> so you are used to working with professional presenters, but also non-professional presenters, people that are that are aware that they need to pick up on the whole personal branding thing and they are working to camera perhaps for the first time when they come to you. So you have to put on your director's hat. How tricky can this be? It's a very wide scope. So obviously, as you said, there's people who have absolutely no experience, never been on a camera before, to people who have had that bit of training, normally CEOs or CFOs of high, you know, some mm. of the bigger, larger brands. But um, for the smaller businesses, it could be their first time on video. They have no idea how to react on that. And for us, it's about making them comfortable in the position. So sometimes we might direct a video in a way where they don't have to talk directly down the lens because right. that can make people feel a bit discomfort. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes we might just do, they feel like they can go for it and they can talk down the lens and speak directly to their audience. Fantastic. So mm -hmm. it's a mix. It's just about people being comfortable on set and making them feel at ease that they can just have a conversation instead of it feeling very regimented and yeah. robotic. How do their nerves show up? Um, tremoring, yeah. a lot of tremoring. Some people, uh, we've had, uh, in one occasion, someone cried. So it's just a case, they, 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 the lights are here. I mean, as you can see, we've got loads here today. They, it just completely can change them. You have people that can speak really well on stage, mm -hmm. but when a camera's there, they just freeze and shut up. And it's just a completely different atmosphere. So trying to make them feel comfortable in that 
mm. zone and mm. ha- being comfortable around three cameras shooting you, yeah. you should be able to do, do that. And similarly, some people are really comfortable on camera, but put them on a big stage and it all yeah. falls to pieces, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you do film big events as well. Yeah. We also worked together at Lashfest last year yeah. and we will again this year. Yes, absolutely. So what are your kind of putting them at ease kind of dialogues that you have? What what kind of suggestions do you make to people who are very nervous working to camera? If we can get time with them prior to actual filming, we'll get them in the room 10 to 15 minutes before and have a chat. Sometimes they like being there as we set up as well. It feels a little bit in t- less intimidating mm-hmm. for them. But on a day where we're rolling through people and it's a lot of people at a time, we'll just often have someone on set to talk with them a bit about themselves before they go into anything that's like not within their scope of mm-hmm. normal chat, day-to-day chat. So sometimes they'll just be like, hey, like, how was your morning? How did you find getting here today? How was the event? Um, they don't feel a pressure to answer in a certain way. They can just talk how they would talk, how we would talk, yeah, just a normal yeah. friend-to-friend chat. And I think once they're in that comfortable zone and flow, then you can get onto the questions. And because they've already had that slight rapport with someone, they can then get into it. I think actually, excuse me, another good technique is if you're having that kind of set-up chat and and you need to get them to deliver straight down the lens, is have that chat, but make them answer you looking into the Mm -hmm. camera. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have that conversation, but with them looking into the camera. Because I don't know why it's so daunting, but when you switch that camera on talking into that little bit of plastic is intimidating and it's not really I guess it's just because it's out of the ordinary and out of your comfort zone right they find it I guess because they're looking at an inanimate object Mm. it doesn't give any feedback Mm -hmm. does it so I think one of the things is definitely to (laughs) make sure that you are talking properly you're not speeding through we tell people to slow down and almost speak at a pace that they feel like it's like uncomfortably slow absolutely as if we were having a conversation Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're talking really slowly (laughs) but for a camera that is fantastic it works really it is actually amazing Mm. how much you can slow it down for it to still sound good do you notice a difference we're obviously working with men and women do you find that the men are more confident speaking to camera or is it the women or is it nothing to do with gender i think it's just a complete mix honestly i think um it's the only thing that i I, when we were looking at these questions before the only thing that i think that there is a distinct difference is how quickly they can get comfortable and how Mm. quickly they can correct themselves so Mm. Women often tend to correct and not worry about the fact that they've made a mistake before, whereas a lot of the guys that we work with, especially in the higher up things, if they kind of mess up, they get stuck on the fact that Mm -hmm. they've messed up instead of just moving on, refresh, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many times you tell someone, don't worry about it, we can cut it, it's going to, you know, this can be cut, we don't need to go right use what you're using um they always get stuck on oh i just want to get it they want to get it word for word don't worry about getting it word for word as long as the message is right the narrative right then it's all that's exactly the same message as i will give and you you know this because you film my presenting course but (laughs) i will always say fluff and carry on yeah absolutely do you think you've seen a dip in confidence generally post pandemic um I've seen a dip in confidence from uh, if you have a production house in because they're not used to having this for the last three years and mm. so now we're back and we're here with mics, labs, we've got these, etc. Um, 
but for self-created content, I've definitely seen people getting more confident about being on camera in that aspect. Maybe it's because of the Zoom calls they've had to do yeah. over, over yeah. the pandemic or people who have gone and done their own social campaigns and started to see how they can do their work on their mobiles. So it's, it's a fair mix. I think it's just sometimes people can get a bit intimidated by production setups. How much work to camera do you do to promote your own business? How key is it? So prior to 2023, barely any at all. Um, but we brought in a business development manager this year. Um, and he has basically given me a slap on the wrist to say, <laughs> you do all this work for all these clients and you're doing all this content creation for everyone else and you don't do anything for yourself. We just put our end product out, but there's no, no one knows about you or your mm. stories, what you're doing. So... Um, I've been told that I have to do it a lot more this year. I'm comfortable with doing it. I've done it before. But, um, yeah, the 2023 is a big push for us to yeah. get me as the face of the company out there and showing what we're doing and what we're capable of. Absolutely. That connection, it really does need you yeah. to front it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you create content for others. <laughs> what is working the best right now in terms of content? Um, in terms of organic growth mm. and content, reels are massive. Mm. They're huge. They, they. Uh, I think what happened was when TikTok was rolled out, um, Instagram had got comfortable being the only portrait video platform that people would experiment with. So they started dialing it back. You'd have to pay to get your reach, um, as they did with Facebook, etc. Um, and then TikTok gave great organic reach, and it still does. Mm. Um, some of my junior videographers use it, and they're getting quite a good audience on it. Um, with no paid outlet. So we do find that having short-form narrative-driven content on TikTok and Instagram Reels and even YouTube Shorts right now are really popping. Um, that's a, a great way to get organic views to yeah. your business. Do, does it, do you get penalised for creating something on TikTok and then posting it on Instagram? Because you used to have to like remove the TikTok logo and stuff. Yeah, I believe that... there's an update. Um, I don't know if it's live now. I know that Dee would probably know this, but um, there's that, that that you can export it from your TikTok. Mm. So you can do all your editing yeah. in TikTok, export it, and it will be without the watermark. So mm. you can, as long as you upload native to mm. each platform, should be fine. <laughs> now you've lost me. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is content, right? Do you dream content? Uh, yeah, I often get told off for doing so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not very good to watch films with. I'm not very good to watch TV programs with because I'm always looking at options and avenues, uh, how things are edited, how things are put together, um, and how we can, uh, us personally as a brand, build our content plans. Um, every opportunity is an opportunity at the end of the day. So Yeah, exactly. So when you are doing a piece to camera, I know you didn't really do it before 2023, when you first started, can you remember how it felt and the things that would, you know, that inner voice would tell you? <laughs> yeah, I think um, one of my biggest issues when I was when I started, um, I used to speak out the side of my mouth and not talk properly. <laughs> because so, you were, what, you almost didn't want to let it out? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I th It wasn't nerves, but I think I'm thinking about how I'm looking. I'm thinking about too much I'm not thinking about just what the message yeah um so I, I yeah I would be offering a bit so, so it was almost like a nervous tick that you Maybe. developed because yeah. you don't do that in no. normal life no, so it was a kind of a thing associated with the nerves probably yeah. yeah so yeah I've noticed that so that's something I've had to correct yeah um, and 
deliberately think about it, but I think also just the mental switch that I've made this year is that uh, about being on camera or in any situation, public speaking as well, is talk conversationally mm. about things. Don't mm. try and fit in big words that are descriptive. Just mm. go with the flow. Be you. Yeah. And that's enough. Nine times out of ten. And that is the key. Yeah. Being yourself. Because yeah. if you are not yourself and you put on kind of airs and graces or try and um, imitate someone else, yeah. you might be fine for the first five minutes. Yeah. But beyond that, the cracks will start to show. And then you confuse your audience mm. because... It's all about rapport and trust, isn't it? Absolutely. So if they're like, well, well, who are you actually? Because you've been something, pretended to be something that you're not. So and Also, it can be an issue in, in contrast when you meet people in real life. Mm. So you, you've got this persona online, you're very chatty and bubbly, and then you, know, you go to a, a meeting, uh, a general meet, let's say, uh, or an event, and someone comes up to you and they go to talk to you and you're cold you're not very welcoming or you're a bit shy you're not very good in big groups people just wonder what the hell is going on so it is key to make sure that your messaging is the same on all platforms and in person yeah to be authentic and consistent all the way through Mm -hmm. absolutely great advice there so do you have any tips or strategies that others might want to try when if they're thinking about getting on camera but they're Mm. still a little bit nervous do you have any tips I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier, the uh, just being yourself. Um, don't think too much about what you're saying word for word. Mm. Slow it down. Don't yeah. feel bad about slowing it down. Take it easy or get rid of those ums and ahs like everyone does. Uh, I'm thinking, uh. And just make sure that the, the overall message that you're trying to get through in the video gets through. You can t- take as many takes as you like. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have time to think about what you're saying then it, it will come more naturally you don't have to don't put so much pressure on yourself just be you and have the conversation imagine it's your mum or one of your best mates yeah. and you're having a chat with yeah. I know it's very difficult and mm. easy for me to say because we spend a lot of time around cameras but the more you practice the easier it will get 100%. practice is key mm. just practice 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 mm. and the more you you can be the better because you've been you mm. your whole entire life mm-hmm. so how hard can it be yeah. you've just got to get over the sort of oof of that little record button going on and also don't try and make everything perfect nothing yeah. it's never going to be perfect no it's more important to make the post and let your audience judge you on it than you being overcritical, playing it back. Yeah. Oh, I could have done this, done this different. Don't don't do that to yourself. Just be yourself. Put it out there and let let your audience be the judge. And stories are great, aren't they? Because mm. they are only live for twenty four hours. And the thing is, I think so many of us get in our heads and we're like, oh god, everyone's going to be looking and they're going to be judging. And you might eventually have the courage to put a story out and then you go back and you look at it again and then you have another look and then you have another look and then you delete it yeah waste of time (laughs) oh my gosh you had the courage to do it i always say just post it and ghost it and i know i know they say don't never post and ghost always be there for the interaction and everything but when it comes to that post and ghost Mm. Yeah, if you want to refine your stuff, put them in the feed. Um, yeah. Then you can interact and be back and forth. You know, I post stories all the time and I don't necessarily look at things and I'll get a notification like these many people like the story. But to me, it doesn't. that doesn't mean anything. Like, no. at the end of the day, you'd, you're showing you're active, you're there. They always say about keeping it live. Yeah. If you are too f- afraid to post anything and that live is not there, 
when people are going through their stories on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning and they're just going through, your one's not going to be there. You're not going to be in the forefront of people's minds. And the more people that are there that interact with it, it could be anything. It could be like a little picture of you in the garden or, you know, we're out on a walk and a picture of your feet. It doesn't have to always be you sitting there talking to camera. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're interacting with your audience on a regular basis and building those relationships yeah. and rapport, that's what's going to get you business. That's what's going to get people coming back and feel like they know you, even though they might not actually have that close relationship yeah. with you. They're still interacting with your media that you're putting out on a constant basis. I also think that a really good idea is if you're too scared to get your face straight on camera, get your voice yeah. on there. Because yeah, that the is as key yeah. to your personal branding as your mm-hmm. face. People should hear you and know know your face without even seeing it. Yeah. Some of the successful stuff at the moment that's going on TikTok and YouTube Shorts is uh, voiceover over what we call B-roll in the business. Yeah. So just you know filming around not you yourself yeah. you don't have to be on the camera mm-hmm. and even if you are you can maybe set up on a little tripod mm-hmm. and walk past the camera you don't have to be in it yeah but as long as you're got your voice about your day a little narrative about your day filling up your mm-hmm. cup of tea whatever mm-hmm. it might be then it's still you people can still associate yeah. it with you and it gives personality exactly I, I, I hate seeing people use the automated box on there because you just get no personality gets completely sapped out it's not it's not comfortable for people to hide behind and they really shouldn't no and also they should use captions right captions 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 yes absolutely it's important so everyone can consume your content um you know people who are hard of hearing they need it um and it's also a good way to make sure that what you're saying is really clear sometimes you can use captions Mm. that have been done by auto ai um so it doesn't take very long and you can reread what you've posted so you can see how clear you are yeah. being in your messaging, yeah. speaking slowly, like we said, and being confident with and your voice. And good diction. Yeah. So you yeah, know absolutely. you know pretty soon if you're a fuzzy mumbler, <laughs> oh, yeah. if the oh, captions, yeah. <laughs> or if you're speaking out the side of your mouth, Harry, the captions can't decipher what exactly. it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to speak like you are talking to Alexa, no. but, you know... Good, clear diction. And tongue twisters are a brilliant way to make sure that your diction is nice and crisp. So when you are at a low ebb, you're down in your mojo, what gives you a boost? Uh, Exercise. Yeah? Uh, I think um, in the last year or so, having time to myself, running a business, you spend a lot of time thinking about things you could do better what like what haven't we done what processes have we not in just go with the flow a little bit and make sure you spend some time for you um taking breaks some people just completely overwork themselves and think i think it's this gary v thing like the generation like the workaholic thing about you know sleep when you're dead and all that is so unhealthy like super unhealthy and there was like a little time i reckon about 2016 to like 2019 just before covid where it was all about like the workaholic mentality and you just got to be at it every day all Mm. day um and yeah i fell for it i did that um and i probably got burned out without really noticing Mm. that i did that so um having a bit of a routine in the morning that is me time and keeping off socials ironically considering we work in this space it's so hard though how do you do it i know yeah it's just a discipline Mm. i I actually have set up on the phone you can set up like focus mode and things so you can ban time out where your those apps gray out i've got an android can i do it yeah i do it on my i do it on my pixel so okay absolutely fine and i think that has really helped me just build a routine in the morning get up 
go to the gym or go for a walk or just get outside, have a coffee on your balcony or in your garden. Obviously, when it's cold, don't do that. But like, well, make sure you get a bit of, it. Yeah, just get a bit of sunlight. Yeah. Go for a walk. Just spend some time with you in yourself. A lot of people find meditation really helpful. I've done that in the last few months as well. I'm hopeless morning. at meditating. Oh, I am so terrible. But so, practice, practice, but practice, ten, surely. Ten minutes. Yeah. I, I, like a YouTube um, yeah. thing where yeah. you can just watch them yeah. through and you, you've got time just to sit there for ten minutes mm. in your thoughts. Yeah. Read a book. Spend yeah. like, ten pages a day. It's not much to ask. Mm-hmm. But you do ten pages a day, you're going to be doing 300 pages a month. You're going to yeah. get through books. Um, I listen to books actually because as a lash artist you know my eyes are tired by the end of the day I've got nothing left my Mm -hmm. eyes have got nothing left they're crossed literally so I listen to books and I do that every day and and that's really good these these are all things that bring positive energy Mm -hmm. and eat well don't mm-hmm. eat junk food mm-hmm. all the time. I know it's so tempting when you've had a long day just to go and grab a Macca's on the way home. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> well, I, I, I was interviewing someone yesterday and she said the same thing, actually. And I said, oh, sh- shucks, Ava. I had quavers for breakfast. And you know what I have for breakfast today? Iced rings. Yeah. <laughs> so, but normally I'm pretty good, but it's just been a busy 48 hours. Oh, you're positive energy anyway. So it's Oh, good. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry, it has been lovely to talk to you today and best of luck with your business. And I, I look forward to seeing you at Lashfest London on the 25th of March. I look forward to seeing you too. Thank you for having me.